Welcome to the Mexico Business Now podcast. This is a view from the top, an open space for industry experts to share knowledge, information, and expertise on the most relevant topics, events, and happenings under corresponding sectors. Welcome everyone to a new episode of the Mexico Business Now podcast. I'm your host, Perla Velasco. Today with me, I have Lisa Guzman, Vice President of Customer Strategy at Acción Forvante. Acción is a global nonprofit that aims to create a financially inclusive world through fintech investing. Their goal is to help families and businesses reach their economic potential and build better lives. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you so much for your time. We're very glad to have you here. Hi, Perla. Thank you very much for having me here. I'm very glad to have this opportunity to share with you all the work that we are doing in Acción and more especially like the work that we are about to start doing in Mexico with Avante. And we're very excited to hear from you. Okay, Lisa, so first I would like to give you this space for you to introduce yourself, Acción, and your role within the company. Thank you. Well, as you very well mentioned at the beginning, Acción is a non-profit, a private non-profit that works to build a financially inclusive world. We work in Africa, Latin America, and Asia through the work that we do with different financial services providers, fintechs, platforms. We try to build an inclusive world where everyone has the same opportunity to access the financial products that will help them to thrive in their own lives. And in my role, I am Vice President of Customer Strategy and Gender Lead. And with this role, I have the opportunity to work closely with these financial services providers around the globe to help them to design their strategies to be able to be impactful, serving the low-income micro-entrepreneurs in their countries and to be able to impact them. So through you know work on designing their products, designing their strategies, being able to understand what are the needs and the behaviors of the micro-entrepreneurs that they want to help, we help them to build those strategies and tactics to do that successfully. And more specifically, also when we do that, we obviously recognize the importance of also work on building the capabilities of these entrepreneurs for them to be able to make the best of the access that they have to capital, the access that they have to save in a convenient and safe place. And so that's why in Acción we decided to build Ovante, which I think we are going to be talking more about today. Excellent, Lisa. Thank you so much. So could you tell us a little bit more about what drew you to Acción? Sure. Well, as Vice President of Customer Strategy for Acción, I have a chance to be my background as a global strategic and product development leader to take us of on-the-ground experience with insights into new technologies to help institutions overcome the strategic and operational challenges they face in driving change. With presence in Africa, Asia, Latin America, and North America, we deepen the impact of providers on their self clients through responsible financial inclusion. So basically, Acción is giving me the chance to really work to impact the underserved people, and it really connects with my passion for social change. Thank you. So financial inclusion is a big part of Acción's DNA. So achieving financial inclusion often requires overcoming deeply rooted societal and cultural barriers. Could you share examples of how Acción has successfully navigated these complex challenges to bring financial services to marginalized communities in different regions and specifically here in Mexico? Our mission is Responsible Inclusive Finance. We are a nonprofit whose mission is to help people make their choices. 
Financial literacy and education are required to make the best decisions for yourself, for business, and your family. With my strong background in EdTech, I steer Axios Global Advisory Solutions teams to develop Ovante, whose goal is to strengthen the management, financial, and digital capabilities of micro-entrepreneurs by incentivizing actual behavior change in order to help them thrive in a competitive and digital world. Precisely, with education, we can help micro-entrepreneurs in Mexico to make well-informed decisions about their finances. So to your question, like how do we really understand the cultural barriers and how we are bringing change to Mexico precisely through Vante, we in Acción have a customer centricity methodology to develop all the solutions that we bring to the market, which means that we put a lot of time on really understanding what are the cultural barriers, what are the social norms, what are the specific characteristics of every culture, every market that we work with to be able to bring the solutions that people really need and to be able to communicate with them, to be able to really respond to their needs. So this is very into our DNA as well. And that's the way that we normally do it. And I'm curious, do you have any insights of the specific characteristics in Mexico that could be surprising or that you could tell us about that, that characterize the Mexico financial landscape? Sure. Obviously, we will not have enough time to talk about all the insights that we have gathered in Mexico. Axim has been working in, in Mexico for a long time. And yes, um, precisely to develop Ovante, we did a very deep research to understand those financial behaviors, digital capabilities, business habits that micro entrepreneurs in Mexico have, right? To be able to really develop a product like Ovante that is really responding to their needs, right? But so specifically, first of all, micro entrepreneurship in Mexico is really, really strong. We see how, you know, micro entrepreneurs in all cities, even rural or urban, are very strong and very resilient. So are people that are willing to learn, that are interested on building their capabilities, are people who are looking for different ways and opportunities to thrive. And it's a very, it's a very strong culture of entrepreneurship. Like, you know, like it's not for a chance that 98% of companies in Mexico are precisely micro entrepreneurs. And so that is, there is a really strong engine of this economy. And so that's why it is important to understand what are the behaviors again and like, what are the needs? That's maybe what I can share today. And obviously through Avante, we are trying to respond to those realities. Sure. Yeah. Entrepreneurship seems to be the backbone of the economy, some experts say. So now impact investing is gaining traction globally. Can you elaborate on the unique criteria and metrics that Axion employs to assess the social and financial impact of its investments and how these evaluations inform future investment decisions? Well, at Axion's Global Advisory Solutions, we advise clients such as MasterCard Center for Inclusive Growth on the most pressing issues facing financial services providers. We create well-run, mission-driven and efficient organizations that achieve scale, impact and returns. Axion's program for impact investing focuses on pre-seed to growth stage. They invest in products and services and benefit the world 1.8 billion financially underserved. By making equity and quasi-equity investments in inclusive fintech startups, microfinance institutions, and other financial services providers, my colleagues on those programs help create well-run, mission-driven, and efficient organizations that achieve scale, impact, and returns. Axion prioritizes investments in Latin America, Sub-Saharan Africa, Asia, and the United States. Excellent. Thank you. That's very interesting because 
Also talking then again about financial services, how access to financial services is often intertwined with broader issues such as education and healthcare. How those actions work intersect with these areas to create a more holistic approach to improving the lives of the underserved populations. So thank you for the question, Perla. That's a very key point because over the 60 plus years in which we have been working on financial inclusion in Latin America and the other regions in the world, we have realized that access to capital is key, but it's not enough. So as you know, when a micro-entrepreneur has access to capital, it is good for them because they are able to invest in assets, they are able to invest in their inventory, they are able to invest in new channels to deliver their products, etc. However, if they are not able to manage their business well, the most probably thing that is going to happen is that they are going to go into bankruptcy. 75% of micro-entrepreneurs in Latin America go into bankruptcy because they are not able to access capital or because they are not able to manage their businesses, right? So that is very clear. That was very clear to Axiom from a long time ago. We have been working. And so that's why we decided to start working on financial education and business management skills of these micro-entrepreneurs to really complement the work that we were doing, giving people access to capital and also to other financial services. Because of this, again, working in like developing different kinds of programs in all the regions in the world, we ended obviously also making the best use of technology. And that's why we decided to create Ovante. Ovante is this uh, digital platform that has been created to precisely build the business digital and financial capacities of micro-entrepreneurs for them to be able to thrive in this new digital world. We are very proud of the platform. The platform has been working very well in Colombia and Ecuador. And now we're super happy to bring Avante to Mexico to, you know, like give a very friendly experience to micro-entrepreneurs to build these capacities. Thank you, Lisa. So yeah, we can see that financial inclusion must be intertwined with financial education as well sort of to navigate better all of these tools that you can provide to entrepreneurs. And also digitization technology is a huge portion of giving more inclusion to these areas. And along the lines of societal barriers, cultural barriers, I'd like to discuss also another topic, sort of social consciousness. So gender equality. Gender equality is a key component of Axion's mission. Can you provide insights into how Axion's initiatives go beyond to access to credit to empower women economically, socially, and culturally within their own communities? Absolutely. That's a very important point, and more importantly, after COVID, right? So, um, yes, it is important to Axion. We recognize that there are more than 1 billion women who still today don't have access to financial services. And we in Axion are very serious, and we are working very intentionally to build the solutions and to build the programs and the opportunities for women to be economically empowered through financial inclusion. We do believe that when women have access to capital, when they have access to make their own decisions, they improve their agency and therefore their families are better and society is better. We are working in different programs to give access to financial services and empower economically women. So we are working with some of our partner financial institutions to support them on designing products that are precisely responding to women's needs. So we have working on, you know, like credit products that are built to help women to build their assets for their businesses, for their families. We have worked with other institutions to build savings products that are also helping women to have access to insurance, for instance. 
And more importantly, or equally importantly, we have recently, for example, launched another program that has been designed only for young women that is called Lola Digital. And that is a capacity building program that helps young women who are already working with their businesses to understand and to feel more empowered precisely to use digital channels to distribute their products, to understand how to use a delivery platform, how to promote their products online, et cetera, et cetera. So yes, in Action, we are very committed to the work to include more women into the financial system and to empower them economically. Excellent. And I'm very glad to hear about these initiatives because if I may, economic violence is a type of violence that women also face in this country. So it's super important to also give them the tools to access to this economic system and to be able to defend themselves economically. And moving on, now the impact of financial inclusion extends beyond individuals to communities and nations. Can you elaborate on actions strategies for measuring and communicating the broader social benefits of your work to stakeholders and policymakers? With our legacy as a tribalizer and inclusive finance since 1961, Axion has played a crucial role in building the field for microloans. Like we started working in Venezuela in 1961. So we do have a lot of experience and we have a lot to report on the impact that we have made across these all years, right? We have helped build 235 financial institutions across 75 countries. We also house the independent think tank Center for Financial Inclusion. As such, we have a very strong convening power, which helps us communicate the broader social benefits to stakeholders, policymakers, regulators, other nonprofits, and the media, of course. Examples are the Center for Financial Inclusion's annual Responsible Finance Forum and Financial Inclusion Week, for example. Our leaders speak regularly at highly visible events such as the Financial Times, Mortal Money, the Next Web, Money 2020, among others. We delivered measurement in our annual impact report in 2022 alone. We have reported that we have impacted 26 million people who are using the products offered through the financial institutions that we are working with. These financial institutions of partner work in 25 different countries. We were also proud to inform through this report that about 44% of women are in senior management positions. Going back to our topic about gender, we are very intentional about that, like making also the opportunities for women to have leadership position and to have um, meaningful participation in governance and decision-making in the organization that we are working with. So yes, we are very serious about reporting our impact because first, because we are proud of the impact that we're making and because we feel that if we are able to show others in the industry how the different demonstration models that we bring to the industry work for all, we can inspire others to keep working hard on financial inclusion and trying to bring innovation to all the world and to try to close the gap that is still um, out there in the market, especially after all the consequences of COVID-19. Thank you. Then once again, we're very excited to hear from all your initiatives and from all your work. So sadly, we have reached the last part of the interview. And for this part, I'd like to hear if you could give one piece of advice to any one person who would like to create a positive, a positive impact through the financial sector, what would it be? Well, I think that it's important for all of us working in financial inclusion to recognize that um, financial services absolutely are key for development, 
But to really bring solutions that solve the problem from the root, we need to bring like comprehensive solutions. So we really need to understand what are the realities and what are the other challenges that people are facing. So yes, access to capital, yes, access to financial services, but also under, let's understand what are the social norms that, for example, are impeding women to succeed? What are the educational gaps that we can help to contribute to? What are the other barriers from a regulatory point of view, from other policies, etc., that are impeding people to really make the best use and responsible use of financial, of financial services? Excellent. That's great advice. And we're very proud to hear it from you. So now along the lines of what has been discussed in today's podcast, are there any books or podcasts that you would like to recommend our audience? Yeah, uh, maybe I would recommend the book that was recently published by Women's World Banking about precisely the gender gap in financial inclusion. I found the book very insightful on explaining how come still today 1 billion women are still excluded from the financial inclusion world. So I think it's important for all the leaders in this industry to read it, to understand not only what is the gap, but also what are the opportunities, what are the business opportunities they have by serving women in their markets. Excellent. Yeah, there is a really big part of research that has been done regarding all the little parts that make up for the gender gap, like It's so many factors that end up putting women in positions of that are a little bit away from power, let's say. So that's a great recommendation. Thank you so much. And for this last part, if there's anything you'd like to add or that you feel like you couldn't dive into, this is the moment for you to do any last statements. Yeah, thank you, Perla. Thank you for, for this opportunity again. I think like um, I want to share with all of you that we are very happy to be able to bring Avante to Mexico. We are proud of that, of being able to put all of our experience in action of having created so many programs and to bring a platform that is focused on behavior change, is focused on like really giving micro-entrepreneurs a very friendly tool that they can use to develop their business capacities, their financial capacities, their digital capacities, because we do believe that if we don't work to close the digital gap, we are not going to be able to evolve altogether, right? And so I really invite everyone to have a look at Fovante. I invite financial services providers, organizations, NGO to have a look, to understand the platform, to contact us, because we really want to give everyone access to the platform, to everyone access to a free opportunity to build their capacities. So thank you very much. Thank you, Lisa. It was a pleasure to have you here. And for everyone listening, go check out uh, Acción and Ovante on their website, social media, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us, leave a rating and a review on whichever streaming platform you are using to listen to this podcast. And if you want to learn more about the Mexico business ecosystem, don't miss out on our daily articles written by the best experts across all industries. And we'll see you next Monday on a new View from the Top. Music.